The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is Mosaic Shaman, Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be. Happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Hello, and welcome to the garden. I'm so happy you are here today. And as usual, we're going to be sharing and in a conversation today, and our topic today is how you never die. This is going to be a very interesting topic about life and how it extends, and and you're going to be really excited about my guests that I have in the studio here for that show today. So for the next hour, this is the most important place that you can be. I keep saying that every week, but I want you to understand the most important thing you can do for yourself right now, today, is to take an hour and grow with us in the garden. We're going to grow and we're going to share together and we're going to create an inspiring life where all things are possible. All things are possible when you believe that you can create anything you want in your life and you take the steps to walk through your fears, you can create amazing things in your life. And that's what we're sharing here. And I bring guests on the show every week that talk about just that. Let's start a conversation today where we learn and we grow together. It is important that we start this time together out with a connection to your higher source. And the higher source is whatever you choose that to be. Some call it God, some call it different names, it doesn't really matter. It's a higher intelligence that brings you connected to who you truly are. So we're going to get comfortable, as we do every week on the show, to start the show out with a schematic healing meditation prayer. So I want you to put your feet on the ground. Remember, if you're driving in the car, it's not a time for this. You're going to come back and re-listen to the show at voiceamericaempowerment.com. You can re-listen to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. So right now, for those that are ready, let's sit down, put your feet on the ground, and connect with your breath. Taking this moment to connect with the inspiration that is waiting for you to come into your life. That true connection to your higher self, that connection to love, that divine being that you truly, truly are. Dropping your breath into your body and coming centered into your heart space. I'm going to invite you to come into your garden, that place that you feel safe and comfortable. You've all known that. You've been there before somewhere in your life when you were having an experience that you felt totally safe. And as you drop into that place, I want you to think about or just allow your thoughts to give you permission for this time and this moment to believe that all things are possible in your life. To reconnect to all those who want to leave messages to you, 
to reconnect to your divine being of ultimate understanding. And in this place, you know that life never really ends. It goes on and on and on. And as you sit here, I want you to call your guardian into this place, the guardian that brings light and love into your experience. And as we welcome that guardian in, we welcome the message the garden brings us. In our garden, the guardian brings us a message that we are infinite beings. We are infinite beings of love and light, the true understanding that we go on forever, that our messages go on forever, that our love goes on forever. Feel what that feels like to know that you are an infinite being here having an earthly experience, a spiritual divine being of energy, truly loved, and that you came here with a purpose. And today we ask that we be open to knowing what that purpose is for you, for all of us. This earth so needs us right now to bring love and light back to the consciousness of being connected. We are all part of that great matrix. Feel the truth of that as you breathe it in. Every part of your DNA wants you to live the purpose, every part of your spirit and soul that you came here to live. as you sit there with your guardian asking to know your purpose to be shown who to walk this path with so that we can share this divine message of love and light choose love today choose to be in that space of love because every morning you get up and you get to choose one or the other love or fear let's walk in love together Choose that love. Reach out and take the gift your guardian has handed you, a gift of divine love, and bring it into your heart. May the beings of love and light guide us as we go on this journey together today. May all the messages be shared, and may your heart be opened, your ears open to hear, and your heart open to receive. Namaste. So today we're talking about you never die, a topic about creation going on and on forever. You know, these meditations help you connect to who you divinely are. And you can go to soulhealerspath.com to download more of those. I have a seven-day meditation video there that will help instruct you every day to move forward to bringing all things possible in your life and living in the most divine life possible. You know, as I've said before, my mission for here, purpose for being here, is to enlighten those who have forgotten their divine purpose in life, their divine light. We are all divine, beautiful beings. I see the light in you when I see you on the street. I feel the light in you here as we sit in the studio and share. You are a gift to this world. And I want you to remember that. I have shared stories about the struggles that, that made me understand that how the importance of knowing that you are a divine being. Because for a while I forgot that about myself. But now I'm remembering that I'm a divine being and I get to share that with you. I get to walk through so many different steps. This is the anniversary of, of my father passing. And it was a year ago that I started the radio and it was a year ago that he decided to exit the planet. And I spent most of my life trying to prove to him that I was somebody, somebody that he would approve of. 
And finally, when I was able to surrender and say, you know what, I am a divine being of love and light. I am a divine being of love and light. I was able to step out and share my message. Life brings us things. Sometimes they're good and sometimes they're hard. It depends on how we take those things and take them out to the world that makes the difference. I would not be here on the radio who I am at this moment sharing with you this divine message had I not gone through the struggles. And I'm going to say you wouldn't be where you are in your life had you not gone through those struggles. So let's look at those. Let's take those gems that come out of it and let's grow from that and let's move forward into the most beautiful life possible. And when I'm working on my art, I call on the ancestors, the artists that have gone before me to come in and help me create in my garden because I know I can do that. And I want you to know you can do that. Whatever your mission purpose is, there are guardians out there that want to direct and help you to move forward. They want to create an inspiring life for you. They want to create a place where you can bring everything you have ever dreamed of into this reality. They want to help you do that. And I don't like to reinvent the wheel, so I like to go to people who know what they're doing to help me move forward. And I do that when I go to my ancestors and those who have passed before, uh, gone on. I ask for their messages to come back and guide me to where I need to be in this next segment of my life. So I believe spiritual energy is this form of love and light that grows inside of us and helps us create. That's my definition of spirituality. I believe we all have that love and light and have access to it. And that's what we're doing here as we share in the gardens. I think of some of um, the people who have left messages for me, for me that have passed and how I've grown for them. And one of them is Wayne Dyers. And you're going to have some excitement today because we're going to get to t- talk with him, um, a message that he delivered. And... I would just like you to think right now what your life would be like now if you knew you could call on the energy of those who created what you're wanting to create. What would you be doing right now? And where would you be? And how would you be moving forward with that? I'm going to do a little example for a moment here of just as you're sitting there for this moment, I want you to think of someone who's totally inspired you. Somebody who just brought you the most inspirational message ever in your life. I want you to think about them for a moment. And whether they're here in this planet now or gone, I want you to visualize them in front of you. And as you're visualizing and seeing them, how do you feel? How do you feel? What would you like to say to them? What would you like to share with them? Would it be excitement and joy and thank you and gratitude? Feel that right in your heart. Put your hand on your heart and feel what that feels like to have that conversation with this person who inspired you the most in this world. Now, I want you to also visualize a person who doubted you, who did not give you the inspiration to move forward. They didn't move you to where you want to be. Visualize that person in front of you now. Keeping your hand on your heart, how do you feel? How do you feel about the message that they brought into your life? Because each message is equally as important. Each message is equally as important. If you can take that person that did not bring in the inspiration you had hoped for or that person that made your life a little more challenging and you can put them in front of you and you can show that divine love that you just gave to somebody who inspired you to them, surround them with that light of love, you will see amazing things start to happen in your life. Because they brought a gift in, you'll be able to see the gift that they brought. The gift may not have been wrapped as nicely as the first person's, 
as the inspiration was, but it was inspiration that moved you where you are. If I had not had my dad in my life, I would not be where I am because he challenged me by the doubt he showed to me I wanted to prove that I could do something different. And I was able to. I was able to grow because I saw the true message. It took me several years, but to see that true message of the gift that he did believe in me and his telling me you can't do that was so much fuel on my fire to move forward. And I am a fire sign. And in the studio today, I have another fire sign, <laughs> Salvador. <laughs> so my guest in the studio today is Salvador Candelero. Candeloro. Candeloro. Oh my gosh, say that. Candeloro. That's got such a sound. I love it. Do you know what it means? No. Tell me what it means. Light of gold <gasps> or candle of gold. Wonderful. Isn't that silly? Oh, that's <laughs> great. That's awesome because I can see that you are a candle. Oh, oh gold. stop. But you are. <laughs> I, I, I met Salvador a few months ago, and when I need a pick-me-up, I call him and say, let's go to lunch. And we do lunch. <laughs> and we do lunch. And we laugh through the whole thing. <laughs> so, Salvador, I want to tell the, the audience just a little bit about you. So, um, you are a medium. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Basically, since I'm a child, I have been able to hear, and when I was a child, I could even see more than I see now, uh, and get messages and share those with people. And uh, I used to share things with my parents and th that they didn't understand, but they didn't say anything about it. They just let me, <laughs> let me bring it through and just, it was a lot of imaginary friends. You a know. lot of imaginary friends. Okay. And so how many years have you been um, a medium? From from childhood, from ever ever. Well, it, well, that's a good. That's a really good question. Mm -hmm. It started in childhood, and then I shut it off when I was eleven years old. Okay. Because of one of those unsupportive moments, oh. and uh, to all the parents out there, those unsupportive moments do leave um, remnants that we need to probably heal later on in life, and that's what happened. I had a uh, multiple visitations that helped me. Uh, release that moment so I could continue with what I was supposed to be doing, basically. Wow. And so then when did you start practicing um, your uh, it's, gift? It's funny. I still talk to my first mentor, which I know from 27 years ago. And I call her every week or two, and I said, you know, it's 27 years this year mm -hmm. that I met you, and we, and we started doing this really beautiful spiritual work. So it's about 27 years. And so you're celebrating that? Uh, I didn't do anything <laughs> formal yet, but I'm willing to have a party if you we're, want. We're going to celebrate. <laughs> it's my birthday tomorrow, and you're having 27 years. I think it's call for a celebration, any reason for a celebration. Yes. So um, you also have an interesting twist to this, too, because you do construction and renovation design. And, you know, you had a passion for renovating and bringing things back to life. Yes, yeah. I do. So how do you bring these two things together? Well, that's where it got really interesting. Uh, back in 2013, I was invited to Denver. Uh, a couple of guys had a house that they inherited. They thought I was there just to have a fun summer on motorcycles, you know. And I walked into that house and said, mm-mm, we're here to fix this house. So uh, spent the summer doing that. And the one who grew up in the house, his parents, especially his mom, was uh, yelling at me and making sure she was 
known from the other side from the other side yes and he wasn't even a gentle nudge no it's not always (laughs) gentle because i'm busy doing something okay so sometimes they have to get my attention Mm -hmm. right so uh i did write from both his parents we finished the job it was a light renovation and the son was so moved that i married them in their finished basement after we finished the job and I read, mes- I read so, those messages. So not only a medium, and you, you renovate and do, um, constru- I wouldn't even call it construction work because what you're doing is far beyond that. And you also have uh, a license to marry people. Yeah, I'm a minister. A I, minister. I, I was a minister wow. part-time in a church. I did that too. And uh, it also says that you, um, you've shared that you, uh, you teach spiritual classes and you inspirational talks. Um, and you're a professional reader. Yes. Uh-huh. And what does I, professional don't that reader... Word. Don't you love that word? professional reader do? <laughs> We're professional everything, aren't we? <laughs> yes, we are professional beings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, uh, as you know, I do the writings from spirit. So um, I will write for clients. And I ask them, who, you know, give me one or two people you'd like to hear from. And I write before I even see the person or do a phone session. And, and it can be four or six pages per person from the other side. And then we share that. And, and then we go further when we have the session. Um, so we're going we're gonna to talk a bit today about um, some of those writings and some of those readings you have done. Um, and you, you've brought some to share, right? Yes. And after our break, I'm going to have you start into that doing that. Um, before we go to the break, though, I want to talk more about the, the spiritual energy of love and spirituality not being practical. Explain that to me. You know what brought that up? I had a friend years ago, acquaintance, and he said to me, oh, I stopped doing that spiritual work because it wasn't practical. And I always remembered that. And I remembered it when you invited me to do the show. And I thought, I, that is so not true for me. Okay. I'm not going to say what's true for others, but for me. So it is practical. Oh, yes. in every way, shape, and form. And what does practical mean? Let's talk about a couple of simple things that okay. are practical. Let's say I have an issue with anxiety. And I'm not one to take medication. So through my writings and through healing sessions with people that also hear the message, they remind me that I have to do something about the anxiety. Oh, you can't just leave it there and say, spirit will take care of it. Mm, Well, they'll (laughs) help. But you have to ask. And everything, a lot of this stuff comes right out of the Bible. Ask and you shall receive. If you don't ask, they mind their own business. Who are they? Any spirit guide, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, any ascended master, anybody, your relatives, your your mom who passed, your dad who passed, any spirit on the other side will honor your free will. So, so they're there wanting to help, but if you don't ask for it, you don't get it. No. That should be um, a common thing about life. If you don't ask for what you want, there's nothing worse than even in this experience being in a relationship with someone who doesn't ask what they want and think you can read their, read their mind. That's right. So they're, they're same, that's the same principle. The thing about asking, um, I could do a little addition to that. If there's an emergency and it's not your time to die, 
there can be supernatural help that will help. And people have talked about that in car accidents that they believe they shouldn't have survived. Uh, Near-death people, you know, if it's not your time, you won't go because spirit has stepped in to intervene. So that's one example of maybe you didn't have to ask, but they already knew that this is not your divine time to leave. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk more about this um, about this asking, about um, we want to talk more about love, and you're actually going to share some of your writings. Oh, yeah. Readings with us, right? Mm-hmm. Reading, writing, and inspiration. <laughs> it's okay. going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. So... We're going to take the break now, and I want you to remember as you go to break that all things are possible when you believe that you can have what you want in your life by walking through your fears. And that's what we're doing here. We're going to walk through some of these examples of um, what, what came in through the readings that Salvador did for us. So stay tuned and be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. It's time to live an inspired life. Join Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman, as she enhances the quality of your life. Healing with art is Christy's focus. At SoulHealerPath.com, if you follow the steps and use the skill that Christy Ellen teaches in Soul Healer's Path Life Coaching, doing your part and taking 100% of the responsibility for your life, changing your life story, then in one year's time, you could be living the inspired life of your dreams. Soul Healer's Path Life Coaching offers four life coaching packages, starting with the Serpent Path, which is all about awareness and letting go of what you do not want to have and embracing what you do. Go to Soul Healer's Path and sign up for a one-month session of Clearing the Light Body. So come and walk the medicine wheel with Christy Ellen. Visit soulhealerpath.com or call 435-260-9598 for a special newcomer's one-month coaching package for just $300. Christy Ellen is an intuitive healer and master creator. Let her guide you to living the life to which you were born to live and go from ordinary to extraordinary. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or you may send an email to healingart.kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. So welcome back. I am talking to my dear friend, Salvatore, who is a medium. And I, we were having a question during the break about what I should call him. So is it a ch- are you do channel or what, what is it, that description? You know what's really funny? Um, I work with Christians, too. And I read one of my messages to my Christian neighbors, and she loved it. But I didn't tell her who it was from Mm -hmm. until she said she loved it. Then I said, oh, let me tell you, that's Florence Henderson. So the words, depending on the audience, in the Christian world, prophetic messages are very common. They hear from God, and they repeat. Yes. Right? Uh, in the spiritual community, you'll hear medium, you'll hear channel. 
I really don't care what word we use. It doesn't matter to me because I have Christ and Mary and all, they're all on my side. And so you're just, you're actually a conduit for these messages to come through. From anyone that is needed Mm -hmm. or for anyone that, that needs it. So, um, and I like that too because we get caught up in words. And mm-hmm. even when I say, you know, to connect to your higher source, people all get caught up. If you get caught up in the words, you're going to miss the message. One of the things I've learned uh, that hold people back from moving forward is that they're more um, concerned about the appearance of things than being the messenger. Right. And that can be physical appearance, that can be anything. Um, the message is so important. And if we judge the messenger, we miss out on so much. Right. So how does the ego come into that? Because oh. that, that's the <laughs> ego right there, right? <laughs> yes, let's open up a big can of worms. <laughs> um, you know, if you want, because Wayne Dyer did speak about the ego. Oh, let's talk about Wayne Dyer because I was uh, saying that, you know, Wayne, I still listen to his messages every day. And you're listening to messages that he's bringing from after he left on the other mm-hmm. side, not mm-hmm. not on the internet and the television nope. and all that. So, yes, tell yeah, us what Wayne watch, has to share. I don't need to watch television anymore. I just <laughs> go right to spirit. Just that's tell me the news of today. Oh, that's excellent. Um, so I did write from from uh, Wayne after he passed, and then I think uh, another time af- uh, more recently. But um, he does talk about the ego. And, and I think the ego is calling right yes, now. Yes, isn't that funny? <laughs> I love it that when we talk about these certain things, things show up. Yes. You go, <laughs> was whoa. very interesting. Yeah, we're talking about the ego and then the phone rings. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so. Uh, Is that Wayne? Maybe Wayne was calling in. Wayne. Wayne's calling in, so answer it. I didn't see the answer answer code. It, see yeah. what happens. <laughs> um, anyway, here's, here's a piece of what Wayne had to say. Um, sharing what we know, what we've been given, really is a purpose to itself which that touched me deeply because yeah. I have to share this stuff. Yes. So many people come from their ego. They cannot hear the truth and therefore can't share the truth. Wow. So what they're sharing maybe isn't the truth when it's coming from the ego. Correct. There mm-hmm. is a definite difference. We have free will to spew anything we want. This is, let's go a little further with uh, Wayne. Yes. The truth is we all are on this planet to cohabitate and learn from each other. Each of us gets inspiration, has emotional struggles, gets fed up with the daily grind. Each of us has the ability to rise above, to rise up and not only meet any challenge, but overcome the challenge and become more. Know more than share more. The wisdom gets clearer and more powerful with every experience if we can learn and unlock its secret. Every experience carries a secret-coded message. When we have our aha moment, that wisdom is ours to take, hold on to, and then share and let go of. Wow. So how did, how did this come to you? How did you hear Wayne? Uh, well, that's a, that, that is a big question. Everybody wants to know, well, you right? You've got great stories about how these things come to you. Yes, so, yeah. yes. Um, usually, something gets my attention. So if they just died and it's in the news, of course, that's going to get my attention. But the actual mechanics of how I do this is not mystical. Not. It's just so boring, you know. I will get up and they'll get my attention have my coffee at my island in my kitchen 
uh-huh. and say, Wayne, what do you want to share? Wow. And that's it. And have my pad and pen. I still write in longhand. Okay. And that's how it happens. And then he starts to, to share what he wants us to know about what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Does he have any, any important messages about what's going on right now? Or do you have somebody that has important messages about what we're dealing with right now? Oh, that is such a good question. Yeah. Um, uh, well, this is still Wayne and may not address that exactly, but this was a good piece. We'll get to it, yes. Um, If I could share one profound truth here today, I would say there is more wisdom and light contained in a moment of your day. Look up, open your mind, feel the presence, and know the wisdom. All it takes is a conscious effort to slow down and notice. I think that's profound for what's going on today. Nothing could be more. To be in the moment, slow down, notice what's happening. And you, I, I, I know I, did he have more to say about that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He has a lot to say. I mean, I, Do you I, see I, how many pages that, it is? That just, that fills in what we're doing right now. If we were to slow down and quit panicking and running around with like our chickens, our heads cut off in fear, going 100 miles an hour, trying to figure out how to solve something, that if we can breathe and be centered, we'll know the answer. You just summed it up because a lot of the messages, maybe not Wayne's in particular, but a lot of them have talked about the distractions and some of them have uh, mentioned the news as a distraction. So there are those components are in some of the some of the messages and exactly what you said. I don't watch the news anymore. Neither do I. Because it yeah. takes me away. How can I hear God? And by the way, everyone, this is all God. Yes, it is. We are all part of God. It's not a belief. It's a fact. And that's the main reason that I wanted to well, when share we, we more know of that, stuff. When we know that and we know that we're all God and we can step out of fear, because if we are all God, then all things are possible and we can that's do right. whatever we Put our minds, or not even our minds, our soul and spirit to. Because I think the mind sometimes gets in the way. And mind helps. But the mind can tell you all sorts of stories about why you can't do it. So knowing that, without a doubt, that you are a spiritual enmity of God. Have you always known that, Salvatore? Absolutely not. I am an average human being, just like everybody else. I have denied all of this work for years on and off. I've had to kick and scream, you know, like I tried mm-hmm. to drop it, and then somebody showed up and said, you can't drop this. You have to do this. This is part of who you are. Well, you shared a story with me once when we were having lunch about being in a yoga. You went to a yoga retreat. Do you remember this story? And you were trying to have a peaceful experience. Let's share that <laughs> for a moment. you've got a good memory. Because this gets you the point about, hey, Get my you get how spirit yeah, works and get, get your attention. attention. Get your attention. Right. Pay attention, Salvador. <laughs> when I first came to Phoenix, because you know I I basically am a winter visitor, right? Because God led me here uh-huh. to do what I didn't know, right? <laughs> so I go on this uh, weekend yoga retreat, and while we're doing yoga and meditating, I hear this woman's voice screaming that I have to say her name. And uh, you know, let it be known that she's there. So I uh, 
of course I kick and scream and I don't I don't honor her. I told her to leave me alone. I paid for this yoga retreat and I need to experience it. But what I did do eventually was say there is a woman here who died of cancer. She needs to be known. And immediately there was a doctor at the yoga retreat and the gentleman running the retreat said, I know who that is. The doctor said, I used to work with her. And the man running the retreat said, she used to own this house. So this is how spirit works. There is no mistake when some when somebody shows up and says, "Hey, you got to tell him I'm here." And because of me honoring her and sharing that, the doctor offered me a room in his house when I first got here. Wow. So um when you help them, they help you as yes. well. Yes. This and yeah. there's we go with the practical. Remember I yes. said it's always practical. Whether you whether they're bringing a personality trait that needs a tune-up or needs to be let go of or I needed a place to live. <laughs> so I served both. Can you turn this on and off? This gift? Uh, yes. I do not walk around <laughs> all day <laughs> listening, listening to everybody. Because if you listen to everyone, you would, you would hear so many things going on, right? <laughs> they so know. So how do you do that? How do you turn that off? Well, when I'm involved in something during the day, I just focus on the thing just like we all do. You know, we go to work, we focus on work. We, we're having lunch, we focus on us. And do sometimes um, these messages come so strong because they're really important to be heard that you can't not focus, like you're talking about the yoga. Yes. Because you really wanted to have your own time, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> but spirit doesn't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I it want. It was cute because when you were sharing it with me before, you were like, you, you had the conversation. I just don't want to do this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was totally yelling at her. And, you know, on the same line, I was at a healing thing and Mother Teresa came. Ah. And she, it was a Wednesday night group that I enjoy. And she was standing in front of me in the beginning of the prayer, the opening prayer. And she said, you need to say my name. So it was like the same, just like the woman did at the retreat. I said, well, maybe I don't want to say your name. I'm going to wait. So she's like, no, no, no. No one else is going to say my name. You need to say it. So I waited till the last second to say her name. And then she did a healing on me. She told me that my heart needed help, and she, she cleared out some past pain. And I saw her and what she was doing. So see what you would have missed out on had you not said her name. Yes, the Jersey Italian is still alive and well in me, and I still <laughs> kick and scream. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, so one of um, the people that I really looked up to in the professional world was Robin Williams. And I was really sad, like most people, when he passed. Um, and I, I just thought he had the ability to make us all laugh and be happy. And when he left, it, it brought an awareness to me that maybe he wasn't happy and I hadn't really seen who he really was. So he has spoken to you, right? In yes, he has, on reading. numerous occasions. Yeah. So I would love to, I don't know anything about it, I haven't read it, or, or you haven't shared that with me, but I have been dreaming about him lately. So when you had oh. his picture in there, um, I know that his messages were really profound about life mm -hmm. that we didn't quite get until after he left. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like to hear what you have to say about him. Isn't it funny, shared with you. when people share when they're living, sometimes we don't listen. Right, and me, I listen after they're gone even more so. Well, we, we, we have a preconceived idea of what we want them to be. Mm -hmm. And we put that and project it out onto them. And we wanted him to be something different or that 
and he was. He was a comedian. He was happy and he needed to bring joy into our lives. But we didn't want to hear the messages that now I see, and I, I'm thinking uh, uh, most of you out there may be seeing too, that he had a message for us that we missed in all of the gifts he gave us. But now we can see it. Yeah. He had a lot of messages, a lot of great co- quotes that he's been known, that he was known to say. Um, the interesting thing with Robin is he's very down to earth. So he shares uh, about his life and the surprises that he lived through. And the reason that everything happened to him was because he was a bright light and he didn't even, he didn't even realize, you know, what he had going on, uh, which is very common. I think a lot of us have an impact on the public and we don't even, fe- we don't feel what they feel. Michael Jackson addressed that to me yeah. in his first message. He said, everybody's told me how much they love me. But I didn't feel that for myself. And that happens in our, in our own lives. We don't realize that sitting next to someone on a bus and talking to them has given them a gift that we don't know. Right, because we don't feel yeah. it. They feel what they feel, and we're living, we're living and feeling what we feel. Okay. So here's a little piece of um, uh, Robin's message. In the beginning, I just checked out. Now, this is personal. That's what the drugs were for having to operate at such a tediously slow level had me desperate to find something to get me detached enough to survive. For me, it really had nothing to do with the high as it had to get me to deal with slowing down. Eventually, I accepted that my mind was just fast and my expression was necessary for my survival. So for me, there were two streams of time, mine and everyone else's. I formed an expression that played that, that time difference, that played with that time difference and used it for my delivery, consistently catching people off guard. That said, it still was a challenge dealing with the speed of my mind inside my own head that I struggled with often. So that was part of his message and he has a little bit more. Um, here's the deal. I miss the life I had, the spiritual phenomena, amazing experiences, miraculous healing for me and others. Oh, let me, let me, no, let me back up. Well, one of the no, things I noticed you said in there, he's also talking about being slower, um, slowing down to see things. Um, maybe that's our message for today, too, is, is to learn to slow down and, and, um, and bring this message of understanding peace. Did you find the part you wanted to read? Yes, yeah, yes. Great. The one that I was just reading was, uh, was a later one. Mm-hmm. The one that I'm holding now, this is the first one. And um, this was w- referring to his work, and I really wanted to share that piece. What can I say? Feeling dreadful is dreadful. And you had touched this on yeah. what his feelings yeah. were. Feeling like a failure is even impossible. You all know me as a success by the work I've done, but only a few know the backstory. What is the backstory? Being married, having children, may be a very loving experience, but keeping up with it all gets real overwhelming. So this is what was real for him. Yeah, and and in our own lives, I know that when I take on too much, I feel overwhelmed, and in that space of overwhelm, I can't see the beauty of who I really am or what is going on. Mm -hmm. I just see the overwhelm. It's a desperate need to to be able to swim through it. And I think he went through that a lot. 
Um, And it's not that he did anything he didn't want to do. He loved his family and children, uh, which he shares. And this is something he shared about wanting to be remembered. I thought this was beautiful. I wanted to be remembered for touching hearts and making people think. Think about how to treat each other or even think about one another. People often pretend to know when they don't know anything. Being aware, being conscious of our actions and intentions is only part of the equation. Carrying out our actions and dealing with all the consequences without running away is another big part. Here's the family part. I loved my family. I loved my wife. I completely realized sometimes I am difficult to understand or deal with, and yet I wanted to have a family, a relationship, a somewhat normal life. Wow. That is a great gift to be sharing here. More honesty. Yes. I definitely self-sabotaged my relationship because of my insanity bleeding over and into it. My behavior was inexcusable. It is a wonder I continued to work at all or that anyone put up with me. I truly had divine protection and so much love around me. So you see, he's really very honest. Yes, yes. I, yeah. I, I, this just and he was me. when he was he when he was on the planet he was honest people yeah. just didn't like I said they didn't really take what he was saying as serious as they do now so it's a great gift that you can share that tell me um, on a personal level have you had messages come to you that have helped you from your family <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my aunt Teresa died. Summer 2014. And there was nothing wrong with her. So this was one of those shocking deaths. She copied her mother. My grandmother did the same thing. She just keeled over and 20 <laughs> minutes later, she her. was gone. And I was <laughs> so pissed reason, off. reason, her explanation just left you. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, Teresa did the same thing. She was home alone, and she died. So needless to say, I mean, I'm joking now, but yeah. I cannot describe uh, to you. You were devastated at the time, I'm sure. Yeah. I... I don't know how I got through that. Were you a little angry at her, too? Not as angry as when my grandmother died, because I know there's a reason now for everything. Okay. Um, I probably was, but I'm trying to forget. Okay, good. But yes, Teresa... But anger is a part of of losing someone and then working through that. Um, So maybe she'll touch on that and let you know why she left, right? Yes. Okay. The, I joked with you when we were off air that my Aunt Teresa and Robin Williams have caught up with each other, uh-huh. and they're both watching me. Their paths have crossed up there. Yes. Or wherever they're at. Yes. Uh, another thing that happened recently, because I write for my aunt often because I'm very close to her. So recently she said, you have so many friends. I've met Rich and Mark and all those ascended beings. Ah, nice. So they, what, what that taught me was there's no boundaries. So they can still be friends even after they've passed on, and you're, you're doing readings for them and, making, and becoming a friend in a community of people who have already gone, spirits that have already gone on. And those other, the higher beings, like right yeah. out of the Bible, all these archangels, yes. they're our guides too. Yeah. So we can call on them for anything we need, right? So my aunt is up there hanging out with all the bigwigs. So have you ever called on this? Oh, now I call on them daily, daily. Can I help you? Oh, yeah. yes. Okay. Because, you know, the one thing when I uh, stopped doing this on occasion, 
that was my ego. My ego wanted to think that I was in charge and that there's nobody else helping me except me. Wow, that's something we're, that is a common thread right now, too, going on. And, and I know that you can relate to that um, out there, that, that sometimes you're like, I'm alone and nobody cares about me. And, and I have this little saying that kind of goes in my head when I start to think about that. When I was a child, I used to like, nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. I'm just going to go eat worms. <laughs> and so that's what comes <laughs> into my head when I'm like, nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. The world's against me. And then I get that little song that comes in and it kind of wakes me up and goes, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to go eat worms. Nobody loves me. <laughs> so that is that is something that we deal with. We we seems like uh, a lot of us go to the first thing we go to is no one loves me and I'm alone. And why me? And oh my gosh, everyone's raining on my parade. And that's all so, ego. You yeah. mentioned, remember we touched on ego. Yeah. Ego can be controlling, but it can be also self-degrading. It, it's It can be overly positive like I'm going to do the I'm going to conquer the world kind and they of don't thing. need any help because I'm going to get this because right. I'm the best at this yeah or all those negative self talk things that go through our heads that's ego too so um, and that's fine I mean we have free will right we can do whatever we want we can talk any way in our heads that we want to yeah but how about we got to have the consequences of what comes from that when you treat, treat somebody a certain way don't be, you know, don't be surprised when they come back at you with a negative uh, Retaliation response. Or yes, response. that's right, because that's what I see happening. People think they can go out and say and do whatever they want and not expect anything to come back and not have any responsibility for the consequences of those actions. And that, so. you know, what goes around comes around. All those silly cliches and all that stuff, that's, a lot of the stuff is right out of the Bible. You know, I, I threw away religion. I threw away Catholic Church, I threw it all away. And what do you but, have now? Well, I threw away the baby with the bathwater. Yeah. You know? And then when okay. Jesus shows up, <laughs> guess what I did? I was on my knees crying, like, what the hell are you doing here? You know? <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. I'm going to yeah, change my mind about this now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, so I didn't mean to interrupt here, but go ahead and read some of what your aunt brought in. I'm okay. sure it's going to tie right into what we're doing because it all does. Well, remember we talked a little bit about how spirit is practical, and they give me very good advice. My aunt was a cheerleader before she died for me. She knew I had to write, and um, she gives me a little piece here. You will find your niche. You will find happiness. You are a naturally funny, upbeat guy who lights up a room or conversation. You're interesting, smart, good-looking. Now, of course, this is boosting my ego, too, right? <laughs> and still, All very true, though. <laughs> <laughs> and still have many years of joy to experience. I would continue what you were doing, traveling, exploring, finishing up loose ends and projects. It is your time, and this, this is very true, because I love to stay home. It is your time to express, talk, share, and show the world what you are made of. Both Robin and I have discussed you and (laughs) believe you have a bit of both of us inside you. Isn't that a kick? Yeah. What does that mean? They're hanging out. Well, no, but what what do you have both of them inside you? Uh, Well, you know, when I write from Robin Williams, I have that fast mind issue. Okay. And the world seems like it's tediously slow. And, um, you know, sometimes you feel like you're going crazy. 
because mm-hmm. you see instant solutions to something. Even, you know, you mentioned the world, bigger world issues today. Um, I have a lot of simple answers, solutions. But if man's not ready, you know, to go back to Tesla. Yeah. Tesla had a lot of simple solutions for all of our needs. And some people didn't think that was good for everybody, so it got swept under the rug. Yeah, if they're not willing to hear and receive, then the message just goes out um, on deaf ears, so it doesn't get received. It's funny, you know, yeah. you can't be too naive. We have a lot, there are a lot of geniuses in the world today with a lot of good stuff to bring out, but they have to have their divine moment and they need the support to do that. And spirit will tell you that you'll be led. When so, um, a message that you would share with, with our guests here. A message you would share that um, that you've you gained for your own personal experience through working and reading, and you have so many of these um, people that you've channeled and worked through. Um, where, first of all, where can they find out more about that? Where can they, you share this some um, to the public, or what can they? Some of them find? are on Facebook. Okay. I, I use Facebook, and it's under my name, my full name, uh, Salvatore Candeloro. Would you spell that? Because uh, someone like me would need that. <laughs> my first name, Salvatore, S-A-L-V-A-T-O-R-E. Candeloro, C-A-N-D-E-L-O-R-O. And I'm the one with the black jacket and the white shirt until I change that picture. <laughs> and there's a page on there called The Medium. Mm-hmm. that uh, hopefully they can find. I've, I've, there's some technical issues with Facebook sometimes, too. Um, but that's one way to get to me. Okay, excellent. And the message that you would like to um, bring to, the, to, the, uh, to all of us right now about, let's say, um, moving into a place in this world right now of, of being able to feel confident and love where we're at. I would tell people that the most important thing to do is to get back to your spiritual life because that's where the confidence comes from. You don't have to accomplish great things. That Everybody thinks that if you work and you do great things, well, through the financial crashes, we see people did great things and they still lost everything. So it can't be based on that. But if they know their spiritual life and they build that, from that comes an inner confidence that it doesn't matter what we do. You know, you can feel confident washing dishes. It doesn't, it's not that, doesn't have to be that big. What about where we live? What about where we live? Oh, that's a personal thing. No, go ahead. <laughs> like, um, there's so much judgment on what it should look like and how we should look and what we should drive and where we live. And does that matter? Well, that's a funny question. That's really funny that you said that because I was thinking about a friend of mine that has a really sloppy apartment, and I can't relate. I'm not even allowed in anymore. Hmm. So there is some truth to what's out of you is a reflection of what's in, a, in you. So if, if your own space – and I did a, you know, I did a, a sermon on this years yeah. ago and, in a church – well, this has something to do with what you're doing when you're renovating, and I know we're going to be running out of time here in a few minutes. We could do a whole other segment on that. But bring that in a little bit about, the, about what you're just saying, creating a beautiful space. Well, let's, why don't we reflect on that last job from last year with the beautiful Asian family that I worked for. 
um, five deaths in five years. I looked in that, I looked, walked in that house, I could feel it. Oh, wow. So the house was a little dated, it's 80s, but mm-hmm. it wasn't destroyed. It was in really good condition. So through that renovation, um, I wrote from the king of the family, the husband of, of the woman who lives in the house. And that grief was lifted through that re- renovation. So now the house reflects where the whole family is today, not based on the grief they were carrying for the last five years. And do you see the change in that family? Oh, they invite me to gatherings, and they're like, we're so happy now. And they can't <laughs> even figure it out. that the, how, you, know, they, you don't know how much the vibration changes when you change your surroundings. So doing houses can be an extremely spiritual job, which people don't even realize. Ah, to create a place that vibrates the energy of positivity in your life um, is very important. It is. Love yeah. is everywhere. Yeah. And it needs to be home, too. And so you get this uh, ability and a gift to go in and clear out those spaces for people. Yes. And make them pretty. Because oh, nice. pretty is key, too. Yeah. Beauty is so. part of love. Yeah. Very nice. Um, Salvador, it's been a privilege and so much fun to to have this interview with you and to see, I mean, if you could be here and see the table was full of all these (laughs) amazing people that have had messages for you. And um, do you have one that you would like to leave from someone else's uh, message? You left your message with us. We have um, three minutes left and let's um, play here for a moment with somebody that is reaching out and speaking out. You know what? Let's, we don't talk about children often. I wrote from Fred Rogers a couple of times. I grew up, my, I don't know about you, but uh-huh. we're not too far in age. Yes. And I grew up with Florence Henderson and the Brady Bunch and Mr. Yes. Rogers and all yes. those really I wholesome, did. beautiful, mm-hmm. loving TV shows. Yes. Well, Fred Rogers was a very ascended master on earth. And... Welcome to the neighborhood. Yeah, the wisdom is unbelievable. (laughs) Here's something for parents that I thought was beautiful. Fred Rogers said, I still feel, however, that children are not very guarded and protected enough from violence and intense emotional programming. What so many forget is that if something is viewed on television, it unconsciously gives the viewer permission to create the same behavior. Wow. I mean, that sums We're up a lot. We're seeing that everywhere. We're seeing that in, right. in our youth. And the, yeah. and the television, what's projected, you know, like you said earlier, people want to just ex- express and say anything they want. But they don't realize that that creates a wave and repercussions and allows people to pick up well, on that. I just uh, was at a seminar last week, and they were t- the presenter was talking about if you want to see the curve of what you're going to need to put out in the world as far as healing, look at the shows and the music that are coming up in the next six months because whatever's being presented out to the public will bring an epidemic of something coming in. Oh, that's profound. Yeah. A little scary. Yeah, it is. So he's saying, look at that. Then you can prepare how you can reach out, because he works with children. Reach out and help children. Mm -hmm. Um, And one other thing that he did note, and I know we're coming to the end here, um, but I wanted to say is that he said the cell phone is actually your child's connection to their friends. 
So try to find a way to help them use it properly. Don't take it away because you're taking away their community of friendship right now. Oh. And I never thought about that before. So that's just a little note coming from um, something that I learned about. Their phone is their connection to their social, hmm. to their friends. Now, that's scary that we went that way, but that is the way it, <laughs> it is. It is the way it is, right. So teach them to use it properly. Well, Salvador, it has been a privilege and just so much fun having you. And we didn't, we, we kind of burned things up. The cameras <laughs> went out. <laughs> the two of us, Aries, here together. And I hope I get to talk to you on the radio again soon and tell people where to look for you one more time. Thank you very much. This was a real fun day with you, as usual. Mm -hmm. And it's Salvatore Candeloro, just on Facebook for now. And you can communicate with me there. Excellent. So go and read more about what Salvatore is doing. And join his Facebook, because he's, he's an incredible person who inspires. And he's also uplifts you because he's got such a sense of humor it's, and it's wonderful yes keep so, laughing yeah and join us back next week at um, here welcome to the mosaic gardens on the empowerment station on voice america and namaste thank you until then may you be blessed thank you for listening to welcome to the mosaic garden Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Empowerment Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.